Chapter 9 of Nutcracker and Mouse King by E.T.A. Hoffman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ida. Conclusion of the story of the hard nut. The next evening, as soon as the candles were lighted, Goodfather Drosselmeyer appeared and continued his story as follows. Drosselmeyer and the astronomer had been fifteen years on their journey without seeing the least signs of the nutcracker attack. It would take me a month, children, to tell where they went and what strange things happened to them. I must pass them over and commence where Drosselmeyer sank at last into despondency and felt a great desire to see his dear native city, Nuremberg. This desire came upon him all at once as he was smoking a pipe of tobacco with his friend in the middle of a great wood in Asia. Oh, sweet city, he cried, sweet native city, sweet Nuremberg. He who has never seen thee, though he may have travelled to London, Paris, Rome, if his heart is not dead to emotion, must continually desire to visit thee, thee, O oh, Nuremberg, sweet city, where there are so many beautiful houses with windows. As Drosselmeyer grieved in such a sorrowful manner, the astronomer was moved with sympathy and began to cry and howl so pitifully that it was heard far and wide through Asia. He soon composed himself again, wiped the tears out of his eyes and said, But why, my respected colleague, why sit here and hold? Why should we not go to Nuremberg? Is it not all the same wherever we seek after this miserable nut, crack attack? That is true, replied Drosselmeyer, greatly consoled. Both arose, knocked out their pipes and went straight forward out of the wood in the middle of Asia, right to Nuremberg. They had scarcely arrived there when Drosselmeyer ran to his brother Christopher Zacharias Drosselmeyer, puppet maker, varnisher and gilder, whom he had not seen for this many years. The watchmaker told him the whole story of the Princess Pellipat, Lady Mouse Rings, and the Nutcrack attack, so that he struck his hands together over and over again with astonishment and exclaimed, Hey, hey, brother, brother, what strange things are these? Dorselmeyer then related the history of his travels, how he had passed two years with King Date, how coldly he had been received by Prince Almond, and how he had sought information to no purpose of the Nature Society in Squirrelberg. In short, how his search everywhere had been in vain to find even the least signs of the nutcrack attack. During this account, Christopher Zacharias had often snapped his fingers, turned about on one foot, winked, laughed, clacked with his tongue, and then called out, Hey, hum, hey, oh, if a child. At last, he tossed his hat and wig up in the air, clasped his brother round the neck and cried, Brother, brother, you are safe, safe, I say, for I must be wonderfully mistaken if I have not that nutcrack attack at this very moment in my possession. He then drew a little box from his pocket and took out of it a gilded nut of moderate size. See, he said, this nut fell into my hands in this way many years ago. A stranger came here at Christmas time with a sack full of nuts, which he offered for sale cheap. Just as he passed my shop, he got into a quarrel with a nut seller of this city who did not like to see a stranger come hither to undersell him and for this reason attacked him 
the man put down his sack upon the ground the better to defend himself and at the same moment a heavily laden wagon passed directly over it all the nuts were cracked in pieces except this one which the stranger with a singular smile offered me for a bright dollar of the year seventeen twenty i thought that strange but as i found in my pocket just such a dollar as the man wanted i bought the nut and gilded it over without exactly knowing why i bought the nut so dear or why i set so much store by it all doubt whether this nut was actually the long-sought nut crack was instantly removed when the astronomer was called who carefully scraped off the gold and found upon the rind the word krakatak engraved in chinese characters the joy of the travellers was beyond bounds and the brother the happiest man under the sun for dorselmeyer assured him that his fortune was made since he would have a considerable pension for the rest of his days and then there was the gold which had been scraped off he might keep that for gilding the mechanist and the astronomer had both put on their nightcaps and were getting into bed as the later commenced my worthy colleague good fortune never comes single take my word for it we have found not only the nut crack attack but also the young man who is to crack it and hand the kernel to the princess i mean nobody else than your brother's son i cannot sleep not this very night i must cast the youth's horoscope with these words he drew the nightcap of his head and began straightway to take an observation the brother's son was in truth a handsome well-grown young man who had never been shaved and who had never worn boots in his early youth he had on christmas nights gone around as a merry andrew but this could not be seen in his behaviour in the least so well had his manners been formed by his father's care on christmas days he wore a handsome red coat trimmed with gold a sword a hat under his arm and a curling wig in this fine dress he would stand in his father's shop and out of gallantry crack nuts for the young girls for which reason he was called the handsome nutcracker on the following morning the astronomer was in raptures he fell upon the mechanist's neck and cried it is he we have him he is found but there are two things worthy colleague which we must see to in the first place we must braid for your excellent nephew a stout wooden queue which shall be joined in such a way to his lower jaw that it can move it with great force in the next place when we arrive at the king's palace we must let no one know that we have brought the young man with us who is to crack the nut crack attack it is best that he should not be found for a long time i read in her horoscope that after many young men have broken their teeth to no purpose the king will promise to him who cracks the nut and restores to the princess her lost beauty the princess herself and the succession to the throne as a reward his brother the puppet maker was highly delighted to think that his son might marry the princess pellipat and become a prince and king and he gave him up entirely into the hands of the two travellers the queue which drosselmeyer fastened upon his young and hopeful nephew answered admirably so that he made a series of the most successful experiments 
even opened the hardest beach stones. Astrosilmire and the astronomer had sent immediate information to the palace of the discovery of the nutcracker attack. Suitable notices had been published, and when the travelers arrived, many handsome young men, and among them some handsome princes, had appeared, who, trusting to their sound teeth, were ready to undertake the disenchantment of the princess. The travelers were not a little terrified when they beheld the princess again. Her little body, with its tiny hands and feet, was hardly able to carry her great misshapen head, and the ugliness of her face was increased by a white cotton beard, which had spread itself around her mouth and over her chin. All happened as the astronomer had read in the horoscope. One youth in shoes after another beat open the nut crack attack until his teeth and jaws were sore, and as he was led away, half swooning by the physician in attendance, sighed out, that was a hard nut. When the king, in the anguish of his heart, had promised his daughter and his kingdom to him who should effect the disenchantment, the handsome young Drosselmeyer stepped forward and begged for permission to begin the experiment. And no one had pleased the fancy of Princess Perlipat as well as young Drosselmeyer. She laid her little hand upon her heart and sighed deeply. Ah, if this might be the one who is to crack the nut crack attack and become my husband. After young Drosselmeyer had gracefully saluted the king and queen, and then the princess Pellipat. He received the nut crack attack from the hands of the master of ceremony, put it without hesitation between his teeth, pulled his cue very hard and crack, crack. The shell broke into many pieces. He then nicely removed the little shreds and broken bits of shell that hung to the kernel, and reached it with a low bow to the princess, after which he shut his eyes and began to walk backwards. The princess straightway swallowed the kernel and behold, her ugly shape was gone, and in its place appeared a most beautiful figure with a face of roses and lilies, delicate white and red eyes of living, sparkling azure, and locks curling in bright golden ringlets. Drums and trumpets mingled their sounds with the loud rejoicings of the people. The king and his whole court danced as at Pelipat's bird upon one leg, and the queen had to be carefully tended with cologne water because she had fallen into a swoon from delayed and the rapture. Young Drosselmeyer, who had still his seven steps to perform, was a good deal discomposed by the tumult, but he kept firm and was just stretching back his right foot for the seventh step, when Lady Mouserinks rose, squeaking and squealing out of the floor. Down came his foot upon her head, and he stumbled so that he hardly kept himself from falling. Alas, what a hard fate! As quick as thought, the youth was changed to the former figure of the princess, his body became shriveled up and was hardly able to support his great misshapen head. His eyes turned green and staring, and his mouth was stretched from ear to ear. Instead of his cue, a narrow wooden clock hung down upon his back with which he moved his lower jaw. The watchmaker and astronomer were benumbed with terror and afraid while Lady Mouserinx rolled bleeding and kicking upon the floor. Her malice did not go unpunished. 
For young Drossel Meyer had trodden upon her neck so heavily with the sharp heel of his shoe that she could not survive. While Lady Mossinx lay in her last agonies, she squeaked and whimpered in a piteous tone. Oh, Krakatak, hard nut! Hey, hey, of thee I know must die. K, K, son, with seven crowns will bite. Not cracker at night. Hey, hey, K, K and revenge his mother's death short brat must i hi hi die die so young k k oh agony quick with this cry lady mouse rings died and the royal oven hater carried out her body as for young drosselmeyer no one troubled himself any further about him but the prince had put the king in mind of his promise and he commanded that they should bring the young hero before him but when the unfortunate youth approached the princess held both hands before her face and cried away away with the ugly nutcracker the court martial immediately took him by the shoulders and pushed him out of doors the king was full of anger because they had wished to give him a nutcracker for a son-in-law and he put all the blame upon the mechanist and astronomer and banished them forever from the kingdom this did not stand in the horoscope which the astronomer had set up at nuremberg but he did not allow himself to be discouraged he straightway took another observation and declared that he could read in the stars that young Drosselmeyer would conduct himself so well in his new station, that in spite of his deformity he would yet become a prince and a king, and that his former beauty would return as soon as the son of Lady Mouserinx, who had been born with seven heads, after the death of her seven sons, had fallen by his hand, and a maiden had loved him notwithstanding his ugly shape and they say that young drosselmeyer has actually been seen about christmas time in his father's shop at nuremberg as a nutcracker it is true but at the same time as a prince these children is the story of the hard nut and you know now why people say so often that was a hard nut and once it comes that nutcracker are so ugly the counsellor thus concluded his narration maria thought that the princess pellipat was an ill-natured and grateful thing and fred declared that if nutcracker were anything of a man he would not be long in settling matters with the mouse king and would get his old shape again very soon End of chapter 9